Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. Uh, postwrestling.com or uh, Apple Podcast, whatever podcast app you're using, welcome. We are Braden and Davey. We are your Dynamates. Hello there. Yes, we are your Dynamates. Dana, We're not your Dynamates. No, that was That's a long a time UFC ago. thing, right? Dynamates would Dynamates. be the UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Um, we're your Dynamates. We're your AEW friends. Yes. Uh, we are here every Wednesday live on Twitch TV slash Up Next Podcast. That's right. Talking all about AEW. Yeah, every Tuesday night will be your NXT friends, but on Wednesdays will be your Dynamates. Tuesday nights we record Up Next on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. And Wednesdays we do the same thing with BD Elite right after AEW Dynamite. They're back on Wednesdays, so you know what that means. It's nice to have it back in a schedule thing. I'm a, I am ai don't like it when it's, it invades on my, my Saturday nights. Mm. Now that the world's back open, sorry. Like we want to go out and do stuff. We a we we have shoot jobs. I mean, it me- meant we couldn't watch it live, but I did quite enjoy having yeah. the Wednesdays off. off. Like okay. it was a, a nice break to the schedule, and then I I work Saturdays anyway, so yeah. it was just catching up in the morning. Uh, but yeah, I I quite liked it actually. The little break, little you like, change in the schedule. Yeah, I I like it the other way. I know that Wednesday nights we get to hang out and watch Dynamite. I was missing it that Wednesday night, mm. definitely. But I'm happy that it's, that's back. And then it's going to soon change networks all completely, which I guess doesn't really affect us because we just 
watch it anyways. Yeah. TS7 I don't think it really affects anyone. No. I don't know why anyone would care about. Yeah. Wouldn't you, that bring you, in more viewers? You type in a different number. Yeah. It, I think, I think it's even, even accessible to more yeah, people. Probably. So it would probably bring in even more people. But, uh, as long as dinner in a movie comes back with the TBS title, that would mm-hmm. be great. Um, so yeah, we, we, we have a lot to talk about because last night was Halloween Havoc. Yeah. We talked all about NXT 2.0 and uh, we talked about all the new title changes. You can hear us talk all about that. It's a new era, the toxic era, right? The toxic prophecy come true. Yeah. Yes. Don't you know that you're toxic? Um, and then there was also Chucky and we dressed up. Clearly, we dressed up on the wrong night. Like we, ha- we had to go through with our Halloween. We're, we're NXT. We, we know. So we had to stick with the, the Halloween party last night. But we were turncoats and dressed up like Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. And uh, if you haven't already, you got to go check out our Twitter at Up Next Podcast for the picture. I pinned it there. Uh, but we got justification for our costumes. The man himself has replied to us. Mr. I will not turn. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And Arn liked it too. Oh. We got a lot of love for our costume. It yeah. only worked together. People would be like, we went out we after. We did go out after. Um, <laughs> People thought I was on a registry and thought you were yeah, just. Yeah, I don't know who looked weirder. I think it was maybe clearer that I was in costume. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Whereas I wore the. You just looked like a creep. I wore the, 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 like, the wife beater, the donkey chain, and this, like. The thing is, Arn doesn't look creepy <laughs> when he wears it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then I walked around with, of course, the fake Glock, the gun. So that yeah. was that was good. But yeah, we uh, we we're happy that our our costume people. It's weird wrestling because obviously we're not super into the world of cosplay, which is a whole huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate all the people that do that because it's it takes time and effort to put in for like a costume. I know I just had to go find a gun and a clipboard mm. and shave my head in a weird man way. But like. It can be hard to get it's things expensive. Right. Yeah, it can add up if you're doing yeah. it pro- you know, properly and stuff like that. So shout out to all the cosplayers. And I know Halloween's coming around. So if you're dressing up, we had some people. We had Frank, as we mentioned, uh, Andre Chase. Mm-hmm. And, don't say it. And um, we had Surin dressed up like the Forbidden Door. So it's cool to see people with costumes. So if you have any uh, this week, definitely. Yeah, love to see them all. Love to see them because it's, it's super fun this time of year with spooky season. Um yeah, and we talked about NXT, but I feel like a lot has changed in just kind of one day uh, as the story of uh, no one cared about Ring of Honor about, I don't know, a few hours ago. Mm. And then all of a sudden, a lot of people care about Ring of Honor uh, with the news coming out. Yeah, uh, they kind of put out a statement saying that they were like trying to do the right thing during the pandemic and paid everyone even though they weren't running shows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it seems like it might have bitten them a little because mm. um they said they're after final battle in december they're going to take a a quarter off to sort of uh reevaluate things reset it, it doesn't look good they've released uh all their talent um are now free agents and all of ring of honor yeah so it, it does kind of look like the end of ring of honor which is is sad it could not. It could not be the end. So they're going to do final battle. Mm. They said that, and then there's going to be. I, there is some people saying they they still might do some tapings after just to like air sometime. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So maybe it is not quite the end. End, mm. but like they are on a hiatus. Um. So so everyone's obviously jumping to the gun of okay. Well, we're all these people who you know this Who's was their. Him? Yeah, I mean, n- not even that, but there's a lot of people who that was their. Their job, their dream, and, and work. Oh, the talent. For sure. yeah, yeah, of course, the talent. Everyone who worked there. So I definitely feel for for everyone there, and I and I hope everyone can like land on their feet, especially mm-hmm. in these crazy times, right? Like 
um, it, it must be really hard. So I hope that like we do get to see some some of the talent show up. Like AEW keeps bringing people in for not even just like signing them, but just like putting them on One TV shots and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, put them on TV and and do the dark stuff. I know they just did that huge set of tapings, but it would be interesting to see a lot of these people kind of make moves or 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 you know I I, I don't know because would WWE take some of these people? I'm not quite sure. I mean, I'm I'm sure that people are going to find places. Yeah, all over the world. Um, I feel for I feel for all the talent, and I hope everyone uh, you know is ends up being okay. I, I I thought Ring of Honor did a respectable thing, uh, paying their people out during the pandemic when they weren't mm. even running anything. Like good for them. They're just an indie wrestling promotion, you know. Like I think of it that way. Yeah. They're not. They're nowhere near like a WWE or even like an Impact before at that point. So. No, but they at one point they were the the alternative. Of course, really weren't they? Hell yeah. Definitely. And that's, that's what, like, it, I hope it's not over. Cause how many times have we gone to Ring of Honor shows? They're, they used to be the shit. Like, yeah. they were so fun. I started going around like 2010 and then onward. And I loved all the global wars, border wars, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Anytime I've traveled and been to, like, they've always been a blast. So I do hope that they can, you know, not, not go down, uh, for, for good. But where does the library land? Because, uh, I tweeted from the Up Next account being like, hey, TK, please buy this. <laughs> and uh, people were like, no, you're crazy. Why? Give it to Vince. Let him put it on the network so we can watch all of it right now. I'm like, there is rumblings about, you know, Warner and a streaming service and AEW. And that's the way the world kind of works these days. It would be a little bit of an asset, I think, for TK to finally own All In. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, true. yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I, I feel they wouldn't be able to do much with it until a streaming service For is sure. available. And I think that's why WWE is a viable option. And you can imagine them, them just wanting to own footage for all these kind of documentaries they do on their yeah. network. And especially if you want to do like an AJ Styles is one that sticks to mind. But similarly, so much of the AW talent are former ROH and again, can use that footage. Um, it would, Wherever it goes, we're going to have, hopefully, hopefully yeah. it's going to be more accessible than it has been. Yeah. Because a lot of their stuff has been... Super there's hard. There's Honor Club, but they're really hard to watch when people have picked pay-per-views to, to do, like yeah. previous ROH pay-per-views. It's been a real struggle and have had to find these by, like, real alternative means. Old school alternative You know, means. exactly. Yeah. So it would be nice for wherever it ends up if this is all available for everyone. Yeah, but maybe we're talking a bit prematurely as well. We don't sure, know. They sure. said they're taking a bit of a hiatus, but yeah, it is definitely the conversation that's going around. Yeah, I mean, you would want to see the best of Danielson, the best of the Bucks, yeah. Punk. They're all mm-hmm. over there. There's only a few that are like AJ's and Tyler Black, which I'm like, all right, cool. But it would be cool to. I just don't want another the monopoly to continue. As For a sure, fan, yeah. it's more interesting oh, if it's like the yeah. others, if it goes the other way. And then if TNA somehow joins that again and gives them their footage once they finally gave, mm. <laughs> give them the footage, like let them combat shit, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, that's just a fan in me. So I'm like, I'm just someone watching being like, oh, it would be interesting if AEW did have some sort of streaming service when they do have enough content that they can have that as a whole part of their thing. Because yeah, hardcore fans, it's, it's real hard. We do tons of podcasts on the Patreon, best match ever and all these shows, like you said, it would be so awesome to go back and watch. They, they're they smart and they put some matches on their YouTube for mm. free. But again, not all the good stuff it's that's been, out there. It's been tough when whenever we've looked for stuff on there. It's been tough. Ring of Honor was ahead of the curve. They were doing like what AEW's doing now just with a 
yeah. lower budget back then. So it's like, yeah, I, I used to pay for, for Fight Network and would watch like all the old throwback Ring of Honor mm. shows just because it was, it was good. And look where all those stars are now, where the talent is now. So it is impressive. Uh, from current Ring of Honor, I would like to see, uh, was it Quinn? Yeah. Quinn McKay, I think. Mm-hmm. I would love to see her land somewhere quickly because she was really good at like interviewing and, and commentary and stuff like that. I know she, she is. She had a personality. For yeah. Sure. I know she is a wrestler too. So mm. it would maybe that now's her time to shine. But I mean, I think the, cr- the cream will rise to the top. Yeah. Um, Same with Ian Riccoboni. He actually does commentary. Uh, I, I, when I was at fight and would watch a lot of Ring of Honor, he was like just starting out and like to see like yeah. how good he's gotten. I'm like, dude, you could be a, a, a really good hand, uh, over somewhere else like mm. WWE, uh, AEW, you know, like it, he, he was pretty good. Obviously when it comes to the wrestlers, we're all thinking we need Danielson versus Gresham like right now, yep. like next week, book that if he's a free agent, right? The octopus guy, mm-hmm. that's a solid match. Briscoe's FTR. Yeah. FTR's already tweeted them. I think like, give me the Briscoe's. So that's something that could happen. There's definitely some talent there that you're like, Oh, okay. Well, absolutely. I, pe- people are going to find places, yeah. but it is, it is, uh, like quite a, you're looking at that AEW roster, you're looking at the WWE roster, they're all quite bloated. So it, it yeah. is a scary time, I think, to be out there, but it's also an exciting time. Like it is, wrestling is kind of growing again and there is excitement out there. So um, it could bolster these other indie feds and stuff, you know? Like, yeah, that's some true. Some of these big names going there. Uh, it could make that a little more interest. Like, you know, uh, was it. Big fish, small pond, or the yeah. other way around, that way, whatever, whatever way. Uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, someone that is definitely interested. I thought TK was on the phone as soon as the news broke. Was Brody King? Like, yo, fly mm. out, House of Black, let's go right now. Like, I feel like he'll be coming very soon. He's, yeah, he's already what PW, yeah, PWG tag champs, I think mm. already, or, or something like that. Well, the Briscoes just wrestled a GC for GCW. Right. When, when did the Briscoes ever wrestle for? So someone tipped them off. Early. Maybe I mean they they've been there forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but but yeah, big day. Yeah, or uh, Eddie Kingston Moxley versus the Briscoes. Oh yeah, that would be stuff good. like that. For like sure. yeah, definitely. Jay Lethal, he's just <laughs> Ring of Honor forever. Oh where's, yeah. Where does he go? He's literally Mister Ring of Honor. What, what? You can't be that. You could do that. I in, could see him go to Impact. Yeah, he was there before. He's but, been there before. Yeah, Machismo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some guys that are like, okay. I mean, Matt Taven. Where's Matt Taven going to yeah. go? Impact. Silas Young. What happens to Silas He's Young? He's back on the Indies. Bookings out. Yeah. I, 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 I do feel for it, like everyone. Like, I'm sure it was some sort of a family. Beer City Bruiser. Beer City Bruiser definitely need to see him. That rematch against Naito needs to happen. Yeah, yeah that was. At the, Ted Reeve. At the Ted Reeve Arena? Yeah. yeah, the sweaty Teddy here in Toronto. Yeah. Good times at Ring of Honor yeah. shows. Pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope they're all right, but it is interesting. It, it, more things changing in the world of wrestling. But again, no one no one really watches Ring of Honor lately. I find it's not it's not a hot product. I I don't find, and I know that they have Final Battle, so maybe they could like you know borrow Daniel Bryan. I've heard it's been a pretty good product. Like yeah. I know uh, John Cena covers it and Shot really enjoys dark. it, and uh, John Pollock is always saying like how like actually strong the wrestling's been there right. but yeah the interest's not there it's such a it's so competitive right now with with just wwe and aw think i i barely watched the g1 this year mm-hmm. i always watch the g1 well for the last few years i've been watching it all the time like yeah it's, it's other things are taking your attention and unfortunately like an roh really after aw just kicked off it really started to drop in people's 
um, like need to watch. Yeah. It's almost like they let AEW happen. Yeah. Like they were like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. You, you go do it. Whatever. It's cool. You can have our people. Yeah, cool. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they just let it happen. Mm. Maybe Sinclair doesn't care. I don't know. Like they own it, right? So yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Uh, but you mentioned New Japan. I think this is where I can, we can talk about New Japan and mm. what, what a G1 it was. The G1 is over. Spoilers, no spoilers, but Kazuchika Okada wins the G1 and in a weird kind of fashion because uh, Kotobushi just like what breaks his arm, breaks something, his shoulder. What yeah, was it? Yeah, popped his shoulder or something. It yeah. looked like it sucked. So, but they stopped the match and Kota, and Kota's out. Yeah. And he wins. So, Obviously not quite. Hoping we, for a quick recovery. Yeah, of, of course. course. But yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit of a a letdown at the end of the, yeah. just just the way way things happened, you know. And yeah. now Okada is what he's claiming he's the IWGP. He's like heavyweight he's champion. Like, Screw that Divas title. Uh, he, I'm I'm just bringing this back. Yeah. So, so we've one, got three nights of Wrestle Kingdom, and this is the way. Oh, they're I thought there was doing, five. Yeah. Not that's next year. Oh, that's right. year after. Right. Probably. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, they've got three nights of Wrestle Kingdom, and it looks like this is the their double dash for this year, or the gold dash or whatever they called it. Is it three nights in the dome? Three nights in the dome. That's ridiculous. So you've got, I believe it's three nights in the dome. Yeah. Um, so you've got Will Ospreay claiming he's the real world champion because he never lost it. He vacated right. it. He's walking around with a title. You've got uh, Shingo, who is, the, is champion. the champion at the moment. And Okada's like... Nah. Nah, I'm the champion because I won the G1. So I'm the old IWGP champion, right. and which Coda was the last one, I guess. Okay, yeah. He was the one that changed it. Right. And then Okada's like, no. <laughs> 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 Not in my new Japan. So so it's got to be all three fighting each other each of the, the nights. Yeah, it'll be a little tournament. Naito will get in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Naito wins the whole thing. Yeah. And then Kenta attacks him after. Just reset New Japan. I don't know how long Naito's out for, actually. Oh, Naito's out, too. He's out, too. Yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I watched that Osprey-Ricky Knight Jr. match. That was pretty banging from yeah. Rev Pro. Shout out Stephanie Chase. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that match was pretty cool. That's what, Paige's nephew or something? Mm. Yeah, he was all right. But Osprey, yeah, I feel like Osprey was on this hot streak. And, of course, the pandemic, like, messed everything up. Mm. The world, not just pro wrestling. But, like, I, I think that... We the run of the Wrestle Kingdom has got to be Okada, Osprey again, or Shingo, Okada, like the the three, right? Well, we're getting all of it, I think, aren't we? Yeah, they don't do triple threats there. So. No, but we'll get. I think we're getting a little kind of. They always I do that though. Yeah, I just want to see cool matches because the G one really confusing. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. But the G one did have some crazy matches, like Ishii, obviously Shingo, um, Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, Shingo was, prob- was probably my favorite one. I can't remember Zack Ishii as well. Zack Ishii was nuts. pretty much all of Zack's matches. All of Ishii, all of Shingo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was some good ones. If you cherry pick and stuff like that, there are some crazy matches out there. Match of the Year contenders for sure. Uh, but the G1 definitely like a little bit of a mm. wet fart with that ending. Uh, unfortunately, I hope Kota's all right because he's God. Mm. So, yeah. And then maybe I, I heard Okada's coming, actually. To the U.S.? He's coming to the U.S. Yeah. Mm. What shows are they for? Is it San Jose? Right. I mean, does that mean he can show up? Okada is all elite. <laughs> he could fight Danielson. You don't you definitely don't go to Kenny, but you could fight a few people. I don't know. You think Okada will show up? 
Is he too big for AEW? Uh, he is the IWGP I, World Heavyweight Champion. I don't know. Anything can happen. But, yeah. like, I'd rather if, if Okada was coming in, I'd rather it be for, like, not just come in. I, I want more than the Suzuki run. The Suzuki run was fun, but it's Okada. If, if we're getting Okada versus Brian or any of these guys, I want a proper program for it. You know? uh, no, I want just, like, all you need from me is, if it's obviously not, but, like, for example, it would be like, okay, uh, what they did with... Did, who fought Moxley? Nagata? Yeah. No, Nagata was what, on TV? Sorry, um, at, what, at All Out? Yeah. Um, the Bread Club. Yeah. yeah. I saw the match. I yeah, you were that. there, yeah. I just feel like you got to just do that. Like, hey, at All Out, it's going to be a special a- attraction match. Mm. New Japan, Okada versus Danielson. Like, that's the... That, yeah, like, for, for, sure. exa- for yeah. example, like, that's how you would... I don't need him to come in week by week to do that. It's like, no, no, do like... Remember, like, Shinsuke coming into NXT... The feud with Sami Zayn it was like he didn't even he didn't show up. He was just like mm. that. This is the match. This is how he's coming in. Do it just like that and do it with a big match. Which I think Danielson Okada it would be the the one to go to. Mm. I would think so. Uh, definitely. So uh, I'm just I'm just you know speculating. Obviously, I love my my dream cards. Yeah, I, I mean Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> how long? I don't know how how long is Okada coming over for? I mean, is it just this show? Like this this strong we show? Don't know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Big Walt in the chat is the one who reminded us it was Kojima and also says apparently Okada is good friends with the Young Bucks. He is. That is true. So I'd love to see it. Yeah. You'd love to see it. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, ha- Hangman versus Okada. Mm-hmm. Damn. That'd be wild. I'm pretty sure we've seen that though. In the G1. Is that in the G1? I think yeah, so. I think yeah. So. Yeah. The, the possibilities are endless. It could be oh nuts. Yeah. Uh, Walt in the chat says that Danielson Okada could be the, a stadium match. Like a, that would fill. That would sell, I think. I don't mm. know. Probably, yeah. In North America, too. Or over there. Yeah, that's that, another that's thing. T- when, when's he scheduled to come? Well, wait a second. Can Danielson go to Wrestle Kingdom? He could wrestle there. Yeah. So that's yeah. another possibility as well. Danielson, Osprey, Danielson, Okada, Shingo, all that stuff. Yeah, but when is Okada meant to be coming to uh, the US? Because that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. you want it to be a big thing. I'm not just doing like a dynamite throwaway thing. Like, it's do it on dynamite do it in a big on a big show. You know? Yeah, just put it on dynamite. <laughs> what, it breaks and everything. No, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, or put him in a Ghostbusters match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's some cool stuff that's happening in wrestling. But let's talk about what was happening tonight mm. with AEW Dynamite. From October 27th, 2021, we start off with CM Punk, who is uh, the birthday boy yesterday, versus the birthday boy today, apparently, Bobby Fish, or as I'm calling this match, Punk Fish, but apparently you should not Google this. Don't Google Yeah, I, I show you. The Urban, front runner for the show was Punk Fish, and then I, I looked up what it meant. In Urban Dictionary? Mm. Yeah, I learned a lot from that website. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Punk Fish. Interesting. Um, everyone's doing it right now. <laughs> everyone the whole world they're the whole world it. that are listening they're, to us right now are googling punk fish so uh punk versus fish and punk is wearing long boys meaning his long pants in this match uh this is a good back and forth from both of these guys i don't think they've ever wrestled which is interesting because again both yeah probably not come, no. came through a ring of honor at different times yeah. in their careers uh so both going back and forth with some chain wrestling and strike counters uh fish is in control and then hits his like senton into the ring uh, springboarding in there uh punk sends him out and hits a tope punk still hitting that tope he's he's getting he's he's picking up where he left off mm-hmm. i think he's picking up all the old stuff he then um 
what is fish hits him with something what the mandala honorary and and excalibur says it and i'm pretty sure jr is like i don't know what that is it's just some cradle yeah think, isn't okay. it? <laughs> uh there's punk up top with a one-legged jumping elbow drop off the top like macho man but with one leg and uh JR says he would look like Mr. Miyagi because the way he's bouncing with the mm. one leg and then jumps looked pretty cool. Um, there's then. Yeah, that's because Bobby's been targeting the knee the yeah. whole match. So he's like, yeah, can only do it on the one leg. So his leg is still hurting. And this is when Bobby like strikes him in the leg and almost looks like it makes Punk do the splits. It, yeah, it made my, my crotch kick. hurt. Yeah, it definitely looked like it hurt. Uh, there's then more kicks. He ducks one and then hits his like patented swinging CM Punk neck breaker. He picks up Fish after a near fall, but gets this dragon screw again. But then it's countered into the GTS, countered again. And finally, Punk manages to hit the GTS and crawls over with the bad knee and gets the pin. Uh, but Fish, like, kicks out at three because he took so long to get to him. So it's like, oh, there could be some tension there, a story there for a rematch. But, um, yeah, a pretty fast-paced, like, also hard hitting, very technical. Kind of didn't expect. Uh, th- I thought this was Punk's best match since being back. Yeah, this might have been his best match. I I really enjoyed this. Uh, loved the the. I love how don- dominant Bobby Fish was in this and the targeting of the knee. Uh, I thought Punk's selling was excellent here, and I really like how all his matches so far he's kind of had to work a slightly different style. Um, I've, I've enjoyed that. I think he's definitely getting into his groove again. And, uh, I love the whole, like Bobby Fish had done so much damage to him. The GTS took so much out of his own knee that it took him a few seconds to get over and the kick out just after the three. It's, it's believable for me. Like, yeah, you, you would try and kick out and sometimes that would be after the count. So, uh, I thought this was really good and a great opener to the show. Yeah. Bobby Fish has been on a little bit of a hot streak. Who, oh, yeah. Like Bobby Fish, he got let go. He shows up here and he's putting on some crackers. But yeah, I definitely thought this was my favorite punk has been since returning to the ring, since being in AEW. So, um, he kicks out at three, but punk wins the match, meaning he can probably argue for a rematch. And Punk should beat him with the Anaconda Vice. Yeah. He should bust that out and, and make him Yeah, tap. I kind of thought that was where it, this was going, that yeah. he'd win with that, because his finisher is using that knee. Uh, I just looked up the uh, the show Okada is coming for is on the same day as Full Gear. Oh, so quickly, quickly fly him. <laughs> fly from San Jose, San Jose to, to Minneapolis. Oh, there's a time change, too. They can make it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way you'd have to do minneapolis first wouldn't you and then fly to san jose because they're behind yeah no uh i don't know. i don't know what time each show is at what's the time is there a time zone there too in minneapolis well, san jose will be uh uh west coast well, let's so be, there'll be like three hours let's behind, just be safe they? let's just be safe and say he shows up on dynamite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the following week he's it, here it depends where his flight is yeah, yeah. yeah might have to go home he's the champ he can do what he wants mm. <laughs> he's the real champ as long as he stops doing the money clip why are they doing an event that day though come on yeah what's that's the so card dumb. gonna be they're doing it the same day as full gear that's stupid because you could you could have done mox okada at that show but mox is fighting danielson yeah all right we think we least. assume yeah, yeah. we yeah, they're not gonna give mox to another show not they're for gonna that. have him for his pay-per-view yeah that's wild yeah i saw people on on social being like oh yeah what yeah, Minneapolis is central time, so what? You're saying so there's, there's two chance. hours difference, I think, between the two. He'll open the show at San Jose, get on a plane, 
TK's private jet fly to full gear and show up at the end of the show. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be insane. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> we see back to Dynamite. Malachi Black, a little video here after last week losing to Cody Rhodes. He says, I made your own family lose faith in you. I force you to take measures that you've never taken. I had an entire crowd hating you. It's not about pinfalls. Remember that the house always wins. Clearly Malachi, a fan of Duke Hudson. Yeah. From NXT 2.0. The house always wins. Uh, but and also ha- wins and losses don't matter. A fan <laughs> of Grayson Waller as right. well. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the likes I and stars. don't stars. care. It didn't, didn't yeah. matter that I lost. Yeah, quick promo, but cool. Meaning, hey, I'm going to show up later. Yeah, and also it means, oh, we're, we're, still, we're still going with this feud here. Okay. think so. Yeah. We go to MJF versus some guy. It looked like Jeff Hardy from 93. Yeah, did we get the name? I didn't get a name. No, no I don't know. Sorry, I literally blinked and I missed it. So mm. I'm sorry, blonde dude, who got beat up by MJF and then he hits the, what, the spike pile driver? The heat seeker. Heat seeker. It's over and MJF wins. But he grabs a microphone. Cut my music. He says, oh, Boston, by the way, hot crowd tonight, especially after that match with Punk and Fish. They were definitely in a good mood. They are hot. He says, Boston, I haven't been here in a while, but I'm just remembering now that this place is absolutely a shithole. And he says, I'm MJF and I pin shoulders on mats and I'm banging rats. I'd rather shove my junk in a blender, though, than go anywhere near your disgusting fat women. And then here's my impression of all your mothers. Hada. <laughs> he says you're all losers and uh Darby is just too scared to show up, Darby, my baby boy. I love him when he keeps calling him that. And then he also kind of just briefly calls out Hangman Page like So he's saying he's kind of saying I've stepped over Darby now. Like Darby, he's not coming back. So I'm going I was interrupted by Darby when I was laying down my claim for the uh, AEW world title. Right. And he says that Hangman is the current challenger, but he beat him two years ago for that diamond ring. Mm. So he's got that win over him. He says, so it doesn't matter after full gear, Kenny or Adam, I'm going to be the future world champ. And that's when Sting's music hits here in Boston. They get a little rowdy, but all of a sudden he just starts laughing and he goes, you idiots. And he looks at Sean Spears and Wardlow, who are there, and he kind of goes, Sean, good idea. That was a good one. We got these idiots. Like, they fake-popped Sting's music. And then uh, he's talking some more trash, as then the lights go out as he's still talking. And he goes, oh, you got him again, Sean. And Sean goes, "Uh, I didn't do this one. And It was a spooky moment. What? It cuts to some video where it's uh, like – Darby wearing an MJS, MJF face mask thing that we've seen. Yeah. Like, whatever. The cutout eyes. And then it's some, like, footage of a concert where MJF was there and then Darby beat him up or someone that looked like MJF with the mask on. I, I, I kind of didn't really know what was going on. Um, yeah, it wasn't actually MJF. Yeah, it wasn't no, him. It was, it was the guy just, in the mask. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the fake cutout thing. It's like one of Darby's mates who's like, I'm going to hit you in the head. Yeah, and then like, throw you. I'm going to make a point. This yeah. is MJF. It looked, it was on stage at some concert. I'm not sure if that was JPEG Mafia or not. I know he's like friends with some artists and stuff. So it, I didn't quite get that, but it cuts back to MJF thinking like all of us, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then Sting is there. It showed after the video, it says, and now I break you physically. Mm. 
Sting shows up with the bat in the ring when the lights come back on, and he attacks Sean Spears. Looked like he nailed Wardlow in the face with the bat. Mm-hmm. Not quite Kurt Angle, Sting, uh, TNA time with the bat. But uh, then Darby's on the run. He's running ringside when I pointed to you. Oh, some guy in the crowd has a really cool Invisible Man costume. Oh, wait, that's Darby, who reveals himself and beats up on MJF, uh, sending him running away with the, the pinnacle guys. And Darby says, MJF, I want you at full gear. So the challenge is laid. Uh, I think MJF is just the biggest heel in wrestling. With everything he said in his promo, he he definitely delivers. Like, he's so good. Yeah. I'm like a broken record. With yeah, him. yeah. Just every week he's like, yeah, another great promo. Another great MJF segment. I saw Honestly, that. his segments always yeah. pretty much deliver for me. This is what I like in my wrestling. Sorry. I This is what I used to like. As a wrestler, this, you needed me to actually hate you. Why and you are you sorry? To, no, but like, <laughs> I don't like this, like, like cookie cutter WWE stuff that they've done for like 10, 15 years now. Mm. Like, no, like wrestling used to be like vulgar. What you want to see this guy fight him because look how fucking mean this yeah, guy is to sure, people. Yeah. He's such an asshole. The clip of MJF on what Barstool or whatever, where he just, he goes in and some guy, they're riffing and mm. he just, he's like he must have them like loaded right yeah, like he's, he's just ready to zit with these zingers and stuff he is he is definitely impressive on the microphone um and he's great i'm super actually super excited to see this match oh yeah i think this gear. would be great yeah really the, looking forward to two this. of the pillars two of the pillars the the og pillars the original pillars of wrestling exactly yeah it's gonna be great um yeah i didn't quite get the concert stuff but definitely pop the derby's always being weird yeah. it's like not necessarily his audience for yeah. all of it. Um, maybe this is something in Boston. I don't know. Someone probably found it cool. Well, I thought the Invisible Man thing was cool as fuck. Yeah. yeah, I definitely love that. Shout out the Invisible Man. The OG, 1933. That outfit was cool. Uh, apparently, the opponent MJF beat was Bryce Donovan, who was from Boston. Bryce Donovan Shout out Bryce. Boston. Love cool. you, Bryce. We see Britt Baker with her crew with Tony Schiavone. And uh, I think I, I love her, her, her sweater. It's a Oogity Boogity from Nightmare Before Christmas. Great movie. And Tony lets Britt know that she's got a match this Friday in Trick or Treat Rampage. <laughs> Not quite the same ring as Halloween Havoc, but. Um, no, the match is a oh, Trick or Treat match. Oh, oh, I thought that they called on Ramp- Rampage. Yeah, I thought they called Rampage Trick or Treat no, Rampage. She's facing Abaddon in a Trick or Treat match. What is a Trick or Treat so match? So the, the treat is if um, Abaddon wins, she gets a, a title match. Right, okay. The trick is it's no DQ. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the gimmick here, Brit's upset and upset that she has to do this match now, and she's freaking out. And uh, at one point, um, Hater scares Reba in the segment. Um, but Brit. Brit's finisher is she puts her hand in her opponent's mouth. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what Abaddon looks like? Yeah, I've got a scary mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can see where Brit's upset here, clearly. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm so excited. We go to Ethan Page versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Uh, no one is ringside for this match. It's just a strictly one. Everyone's banned. This has a million stipulations. It's for the TNT championship. If Sammy Guevara wins, he gets to pick the opponents in a 10-man tag at full gear. But if he loses, he loses the title and he's out of the inner circle forever. Wow, that's a pretty and, heavy. And all members are banned from ringside. And there's a 30-minute time limit. <laughs> and there's, there's disqualification. There's rope breaks. Yeah, 10 well, counts on the outside. It's a lot of rules. A lot of rules. What happens if you throw the person over the top rope? 
they 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 scrapped that one, but a yeah, you used to be able to get disqualified. Oh wait, was that a different company? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb rule. Ethan Page versus Sammy Guevara. Sammy is on fire right away and attacks him right even before the bell rings, sending Ethan to the outside of the ring and then hits this crazy running corkscrew plancha to the outside and just lands on his feet just effortlessly. He's amazing. They then start brawling ringside. He's throwing Ethan Page around. Finally, the bell rings and they're going at it. JR, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. Make it very clear that if you want tickets for AEW, you go to AEWTix, that's T-I-X dot com, and you can be at any AEW event as they then cut to Tony Nice, who's sitting in the crowd, who clearly listened to their advice, and that's how he got here tonight. <laughs> I was like, wait, what a bad time to show me. You too can be like Tony Nice, yeah. the hottest free agent they... I don't know quite about that anymore after today's uh, news in the world of wrestling, but hottest free agent, Tony Nese, sitting here ringside. Not the last we'll see of him. Imagine if this isn't, like, he's not talking with AEW. He's just buying these tickets. He's literally showing up. And everyone's like, oh, it's Tony Nese again. He's like, yo, Ego versus Guevara. I wanted to watch the match. Sounds great. So he's watching the match. He's loving what he's seeing. Sammy's fighting back at Ethan here. He gets this... Double rope jump flying cutter, which looked awesome. And then a Spanish fly from the Spanish God. And then a crazy shooting star off the top rope to the outside onto Ethan Page when he's like standing, which looked awesome. Page gets some offense in. There's tilt-a-whirl side slam. And then a body slam off the top rope, which you don't see too often here. And then this running football tackle. He goes up top to hit Guevara with an avalanche ego's edge. But it's countered in midair like the Splash Mountain spot with... Sammy Guevara hitting an avalanche Rana Frankensteiner off the top, goes for a shooting star, but misses it. Somehow there's counter after counter. A jackknife pin from Sammy gets the win. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. Really, really good match. Um, Sammy Guevara, actually both these guys, both their singles matches recently have been really impressive. And Ethan Page always does something where you think, oh, he's, he's just going to kill the guy. Like the going for the razor's edge off the top. Um, yeah, I, I thought these two worked really well with each other, and it was a really exciting match and a good defense for Sammy. Like he's he's making these marquee matches now, his TNT title defense. Yeah, you know? keep him coming. Yeah, keep him coming. He's he's so good in the ring. His matches are awesome. And Ethan Page is someone who's definitely stepped it up. I've watched him on the Indies for so long here, Hamilton native, and like uh, seeing him. Where he is now, he's so good. This match was awesome. I prefer awesome. him in this to the tag, to be honest. For sure, 100%. Like his match with Derby as well. Like yeah. his, his single matches have been good. He's so good, man. And he's such a good talker. Why is other people talking for him? Yeah. When he's better talking than Dan Lambert. Like Dan Lambert gets the heat, but like he's, Ethan Page is really good at talking yeah. too. I, I'm definitely seeing it now. And he also posted a great, he knows he's got great shirts, mm. but he was in like gear for his match, Serious, which I do like the change. Don't come out wearing your funny shirt. To your big title match. No. He wore his ja- like ring gear jacket. I but, liked that there was no interference. Yeah. Like, it was just a straight up match. But his shirt, I was going to say, he had a like a button up, but it was goosebumps. Oh, yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, it was great. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. You could hear JR as well was very impressed with Ethan Page in this match. Just his tone, he was going like, oh, like Ethan Page is really good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, this, this over delivered for me, actually. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sammy Guevara is someone he has these banging matches. I, I would, I hate, you know, going, oh, we need to see more dream matches, but him and Osprey would be absolutely insane because mm-hmm. they do so many different flippy things. Uh, but Sammy's going to do this epic TNT run, hopefully. And then what's his full gear match? It's the 10 man. 
Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry. That's right. He's going to be, as we'll see right here, because after the match, Ego is upset that he got pinned by Sammy. So he beats him up and Scorpio Sky comes in <clears throat> for the help here and they're beating him down. But the inner circles music hits, meaning Fozzie Judas hits and they come down. And of course, they let the music play. The only time in wrestling, they let the music play out during like the beat down and save because they want to let it play out to the chorus. Yeah. They do know that you could just cut a, set, a part of it. To get <laughs> no, but also I no, I think it kind of works and it's unique yeah. to them because especially it's, American top team who are like, I fucking hate this song. True, true. You know, so it's, they're doing it as a troll. It's like, yeah, we're going to play our music as we beat you up. Yeah. And everyone's going to sing and you're going to hate it. Right. We're going to punch you in the face. You've got to listen to it. Well, the crowd, again, Boston is hot for some wrestling tonight and they were singing it full capacity. They were singing it loud and proud. And then they cut to Tony Nese. Tony Nese who's singing it <laughs> just under. And then he realized the camera was on him and he stopped and looks like, looks away. But again, Tony Nese is having a great time. That could be you at AEW. AEWTix.com. <laughs> be like Tony Nese. Be like Tony Nese. You can have fun. At a wrestling show He's just again. enjoying <laughs> retirement, I guess. They should Because, like, Tony... Ne Sorry to go off here, because I did like the segment, because it's not over. But imagine Tony Nese's gimmick is, like, he's just like, huh, I'm this great wrestler who never really had, like, a character. I'm just the premier athlete. Like, yeah, yeah I got eight abs. That's my gimmick. But, like, now he's just like, wow, wrestling? <laughs> this is... Wow, I never sat here and watched it before. He's doing Frank the Clown, but in reverse. He's <laughs> going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's becoming a fan. <laughs> yeah. So this segment's not over as the crowd sing. Jericho gets a microphone. Uh, Jericho, continuing his like Y2J era of promos, says that Sammy Guevara just beat Ethan Page and it was an awesome match and he retained the title. The only thing Page beats is himself in his hotel room last night as the crowd here in Boston chant, beat that meat, is what I think they were chanting. Beat the meat? It, yeah, it was something like that. It was. It has to be up there with a good, great chant in wrestling. I didn't expect to hear tonight. Uh, just a, again, a very like, like American Pie esque jokes from Chris Jericho. He here. wanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he also says Dan Lambert's uh, fat headed, and he goes, "Oh wait, it's Halloween." So he's a pumpkin headed dipshit, and that they're gonna take kendo sticks and shove them up their behinds and. Because it's Boston, to quote a sweet Boston band, Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. Uh, you're talking all the things that nobody cares. You're wearing all the things no one cares. But when it comes to full gear, we're going to kick your effing ass. So uh, they are going to reveal who they pick. For Good talking. Jericho promo. Like, Still, the crowd ate it up, and, though. They yeah, were hot exactly. for him. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah this, is, this is good. This has been entertaining. Um, I, uh, yeah, who, who do you think they're going to face? What, what I was members? I was expecting Jericho to be like we'll tell you we'll tell you a few now and I'll tell you a few later but I can tell you right now we want Paige Van Zandt. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I would have done but instead he made a masturbation joke. Yeah, so, yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> they, he said they're saying it next week. Yeah, I think they've so. got to regroup and decide because the inner circle yeah. is back. Yeah, I didn't know they're they reunited. <laughs> I didn't know they broke up. Yeah, it's great. So we go to. Backstage, it's <laughs> Brian Danielson being interviewed with Eddie Kingston. They're standing side by side. And Eddie Kingston says, Daniel, I respect you, but you don't know what it's like. Every morning I wake up, I take Zoloff for the depression, which leads to anger and hate. And he goes off about, you know, how deep and dark his, his, his mind, the streets of his mind are, right? And he says that he's a hard worker, but like he has, he, usually he's got a lot to say, but he's going to show. He's going to, going to beat Daniel Bryan. 
Brian Danielson, and it says, excuse my back. And he like walks off. Cause usually he's a bit more like run in the mouth, but he, he, he's he pissed ne- off. Yeah, yeah. He's he, like, no, he's like, you say I'm not a hard worker. Yeah. Fuck you. you say I'm not hard working. So Brian has the mic now and says, well, uh, I don't care. I don't care, Eddie. I don't care about your depression. I've had it too. We've all had it. I fight it. It doesn't matter. You have to prove that and you're the hardest working person in this country, in this place. Uh, he doesn't care about Japan. It's clearly, he's calling out Japan here. No. Um, he says that, um, he's going to give it his all. And Eddie and Moxley are the two toughest pro wrestlers that I've ever met. But despite all of that, Friday, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be the best and I'm going to beat Eddie. I actually, this was such an old school Ring of Honor Danielson promo. He just got fired up all of a sudden and he's still a heel, but it's like, I mean, a baby face. Yeah, like like yeah. both of them were yeah, being baby yeah. faces and like, yeah, respect this guy. But also like you've kind of, yeah, like you say, I don't work hard and Dan, Daniel's just, sorry, Danielson's just doing it to kind of get a rise out of him to get that edge out of yeah. Eddie. Um, yeah, they, you don't need to do much for this match. I, I'm, I think we all expect a Danielson win, but looking forward to the match. I think it should be really good. These yeah, two. very interested in watching. Is this on Rampage? Uh, is this Friday? Yeah, P- must possibly. Be. Yeah. yeah, it must be the main event because that sounds pretty wild. We go. I to, get so confused with all the shows. There is there is a lot of show. I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, I I tend to skip Rampage unless there's. Ma- I I watched Pack Andrade too, which oh, was fantastic. amazing. So I do check out stuff that like. You know, you tell me if you watch it. I tend to watch it yeah. like when I get home from work yeah. really late. Yeah. Sometimes fall asleep and then finish it in the morning. It's good. It's an hour. It's yeah. pretty quick. It's pretty like, easy to watch. And it's yeah. usually good. Yep. It's usually good. Just like more wrestling. Lucha Bros backstage with uh, with their boy. Alex. Aberhantes. And uh, they lay down a challenge to FTR. Penta speaks in Spanish and Alex is about to jump in and say Penta says, but Ray Phoenix inadvertently cuts him off. So Alex is like, okay. Ray speaks in English and says that, you know, we've sacrificed a lot and we're going to take you to the limit. We want to challenge you. You, you know, you disrespected our, our honor, our legacy and Lucha Libre essentially with FTR winning the AAA titles. So Alex says the Lucha bros say that at full gear, it's tag team versus tag team. And they are willing to put the AEW tag titles on the line. If FTR put back the AAA titles on the line for a title v title match, ooh, yeah, take my money. Winner takes all. Yeah, uh, should be great. Yeah, that should be awesome. Look, both forward. teams are amazing. We've not seen them like full on. We've seen them dressed yeah. as frogs. You know, like yeah, we're gonna have a great match. Yeah, pay per view quality match, and now like a build to it too is. It, I like like the build so far. It kind of makes me question having Santana Ortiz win that feud. Because it kind of felt like they were gonna then move forward to the the tag titles, but now they're tied up with in a circle, and they had to reunite. They do, but they're now playing like background players again. Yeah, you know, they're very much it's Jericho and Sammy are the two in of this feud, with the others just there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder whether it would have made more sense just having FTR win that feud to then go towards True. the Lucha Brothers. So, I mean, you could, could go back to that feud. I, what do yeah. you, yeah, I mean, do you think Lucha Bros beat them? I think so. I think so. So you still could go to that match afterwards mm. for the next pay-per-view, yeah. know, PMP and Lucha Bros. We go to our next match. This show is on a roll. We go to Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida, the rematch, the new attitude of Serena Deeb, who stopped Shida from getting her 50th win. Mm. And Sheeta has the audacity to come out with that plaque. <laughs> I think it's motivation. 
It's like I'm gonna I win need it. one more win and I'm going to have you. I'm going to have this. I'm going to take it home and put it on my mantelpiece. You will be mine. Yeah. Oh, yes. You will be mine. So Deeb Sheeta part two. Deeb rocking the Bret Hart pink and black attack. It may come back to bite her in this match. Mm. Uh, and Sheeta always has some like what like mirror's edge kind of gear. She's always rocking the red. But these two had a banging match last time when Deeb kind of turned on her and broke the plaque over her head. It's so it's still in two pieces here. Uh, the top part and like the thing it stands on. This match starts off and these two are rocking each other with a bunch of strikes. They're fired up. Sheeta's mad that Deeb did that to her the last time they fought. There's a drop kick off the top. Sheeta hits her with a delayed suplex. There's then uppercuts from Deeb. There's crazy counters. Sheeta hits her with an axe kick to the top of the back of the head and then a straight jacket German and then a sit out dominator, but it's only a two count. This move is awesome. Yeah. That move is crazy. There's then V-triggers type knees to the head, but uh, jumps off the, the steps on the outside with a drop kick. So she goes to set up the chair for her normal, like, leaping knee. Yeah. JR was getting mad. It's like, what's, he, what's she doing with the chair? This should be illegal. Yeah. And Deeb just, like, listens to JR and throws it out the way. <laughs> so Sheeta uses the steps instead. And jumps off it onto Sheeta, uh, onto Deeb. Deeb fights back, though, and I said she's wearing the Bret Hart color. She puts Sheeta in a figure four around the ring post here, uh, just injuring the leg, and then gets her in the ring, and there's a series of roll-ups back and forth. There was some crazy, like believable spots that you're like okay that's yeah. it like definitely here with these roll-ups there's then a counter into like a knee and then a, a knee again but it's countered through a roll into a half crab from deep which is beautiful yeah she does running knee yeah uh, which she just caught out midair look great look nuts but then eventually she gets to the ropes there's then an inverted figure four like a death lock here from deep which looked awesome yeah so i think she went for the figure four on one leg yeah. and she was getting out so she quickly just wrapped into like the inverted one so quick and she's great she's yeah. so good uh then deep the deep doesn't know how to pin get her down because she got to the ropes again so she grabs the plaque and is going to use it. But Sheeta takes it away from her and goes to hit her with it. But the ref is like, Sheeta, what are you doing? What are you doing? So the Sheeta, anguish in yeah, her face. She's, oh. she's like, ah, fine. I want to smash her fucking skull in, but I really want to win the match. So oh. she, she hands it back to the ref, which allows the eye poke from Deeb oh. inside Cradle. But Sheeta kicks out of it. Again, bit so hard on that. Deeb goes for her neutralizer, but that's countered into a counter, into a counter. And I mentioned, again, Deeb wearing the Bret Hart colors. Well, clearly Sheeta is a big fan of Davy Boy Smith pinning Bret Hart at SummerSlam 92 with this exact move. Yep. And that is how Sheeta gets her 50th win here in AEW. But damn, what a match. What a match. I uh, loved their first one. This this was better i think now you've got serena the serena uh fully leaning into that heel like aggressive uh bully right. uh wrestling style it, it works so well these two have great com uh, chemistry um and yeah i i think serena deep just every time impresses me so much yeah remember when she was in the straight edge society and they didn't let her wrestle really yeah she's yeah how, how has she not been that whole time in WWE? Yeah. How has she not wrestling? Has she not been it's, a champion? I mean, it's like, crazy. Yeah. She's so good. Um, every match she does delivers. Um, and then this post-match as well. Yeah, honestly, I thought this was match of the night. <laughs> yeah, probably. I and I liked everything on this show. Uh, and I thought like this definitely was like, yo, this was banging. I, I can't wait to see this rem rematch at, at Full Gear 100%. I think so. So we, there's this 
beatdown from Serena off the Oh, match. yeah, is there ever. She beats her up, hits her with the plaque and all that, and then locks in, like, the crab, but, like, bending her back, and, like, people are pulling her. Jerry Lynn's upset. He's like, what yeah. are you doing? Get off her. Uh, yeah. So I think this this should take Sheeda out of the tournament as well. She's meant to face Nyla Rose next. Right. I think th- this was such a big beatdown on the leg, such an attack. I think you've got to pull Sheeda from it now and just give Nyla the bye. Mm-hmm. And then have this at full gear, the rubber match, because yeah. now they've AEW have finally succeeded in having a women's feud not be about the title right. anymore. And I want to see it. I want to see this match a third time. One hundred percent, the rubber match. Yeah, and it's they've escalated the stakes e- each time. Yeah. Um, now it's Serena Deeb just taking her out. Um, I, I think this is great. This was a really strong one of the strongest things they've done with the women in my opinion yeah that probably one of my favorite women's matches they've yeah. had if not the probably one i probably still love that brit thunder rosa one mm-hmm. the, the lights out one but yeah. just honestly the wrestling this was so awesome i, I didn't like Sheeta's run as champion when she just felt like plain it didn't i don't know maybe she didn't have a proper dance I don't partner think she had the like strong enough opponents like the, right. the feud was never there you yeah. never had this during her run yeah, did yeah. you you just had nyla like she's big and don- dominant and yeah. can beat down on her and it was the underdog thing you yeah there wasn't that even the brit thing didn't really connect right um no i, I this is working and, and i don't want this on no buy-in i want this on the pay-per-view absolutely yeah give them time let them kill each other because they did it here on tv this was this was great uh, so yeah, she beats her up afterwards. So I don't know if she is going to continue in this tournament. Uh, who do you think is going to win this tournament? Jade? Jade or, yeah. Yeah, Jade or Ruby. Ruby, true. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I think you're going to go for Thunder Rosa and Brit again. Yeah. You've got to have that for the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thunder's the, the hang, Thunder so Rosa's hanging. Jade, Jade, most likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we go to Leo Rush and Dante Martin backstage, and they announced, Tony Schiavone announces that the tag match that was scheduled isn't going to happen because Mike Seidel is injured. So now it's just going to be the, the third match, Seidel, meaning uh, Matt Seidel, versus Dante Martin, one-on-one. And Leo says, timing, isn't, timing is everything, and the timing wasn't right, and I should have assumed this was the outcome from a uh, sorry, Seidel, meaning we uh, got injured, of course. They're weak. So he says that Dante's going to get the win back and he's going to go on this. His, his, it's like a reset here, being his manager, his tag team partner. Dante says nothing and looks miserable. Dante always looks so miserable. And I don't know if it's... It's part of the story. Yeah. It's part of the story or whether yeah. he's... No, just, no, no. He's part of the story. He needs to work on his <laughs> charisma a bit. <laughs> no, he's just like, oh, this guy's talking for me now. Like, he's going to... You know he's going to turn him heel. Like, Leo's going to inter- interfere to help him win or do some cheeky business. Yeah, I. it's a shame we're not going to see Leo wrestle in this tag. Uh, I'm kind of... I'm getting kind of Andrade vibes with Leo. Just, yeah. all right, I kind of want to see you wrestle. Like, Maybe... Punk, Cole... And Brian just came in and wrestled right away. Yeah, pretty much. We're having a lot of just rush talking, and maybe they do this angle where he like helps Dante win, and Dante doesn't want to be the heel, so then it just sets up a feud between these two. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Dante can't be a bad guy. He's flying everywhere. Right. He's a young kid. He's like twenty or something. So it's like, yeah. Leo's a good heel though. Get that vibe. Like he's good. He's yeah. he's great on the mic. I yeah. just kind of want to see him wrestle now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We go to our next match. You want to see some wrestling? You're going to see some, you're going to see some violence because Moxley woke up today and thought violence was a good idea. John Moxley versus 10 from the Dark Order in the Eliminator tournament. 
And 10 comes out with the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and uh, what's the other guy's name? Alan Angels? Yeah. Yeah, they're hanging out. And Moxley's entrance is get the fuck out of my way. Oh, boy. As he's just pushing fans out of the way. There was people in his way. He's like literally get the fuck. And he shoved a guy. He shoved a bunch of people. It was was pretty cool. Uh, So he comes in and the the bell rings. And this guy just starts beating up on 10. And he's ripping at his mask. He's biting the top of his head when the mask now of 10 is ripped. I don't know. What happened? But Ten is bleeding. I don't know. Maybe Moxley just straight up bit him because this guy is leaking. Oh, so much blood. So much blood. He's actually putting his hand, one hand, while fighting back because he's trying to stop the bleeding because yeah. it's just pouring out. And the mask as well. <laughs> can't see. Like, can't see for shit. You can't see anything. Moxley you just start- crazy dad beating you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he tries to fight back, but Moxley starts no-selling him and then just levels him with a clothesline. Just eats this guy. Paradigm shift. It's over. Gets out of the ring, walks off, kicks the guardrail, pushes another fan. He's he pushed the he kicked the guardrail into a fan who's wearing like a cactus jack shirt. <laughs> he's like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> he's covered in this guy's blood and just walks to the back. Moxley wins. Uh wow. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Um he's gonna murder Orange Cassidy next week. And turn heel, like he has and to. He's gotta lean this heel. This is th- he is, and yeah. this is great. Uh, it's so entertaining, but he's becoming unlikable. Right. Um, I don't know. I fucking no, like this. No, but I mean, I mean, when you're now, you're going to do this to Casty, and then you're up against Brian. Like, it, it's a great slow turn into conditioning the fans yeah. to be like, actually, you're, you're a bit of a dick right. now. <laughs> this was so good. It's so violent. Yeah. Just quick. In and out. We knew this was going to happen, but not the blood and the ripping yeah. of a mask. And, it was great. Damn. So, I mean, Moxley faces the winner of Danielson and Kingston. It's pretty much where it's going to go. We'll go Danielson, Kingston. And Sorry, Mox has to face Orange Cassidy. Sorry. Has to face Orange Cassidy. And then uh, I think there's another match after Kingston, Brian. No, I, think I have no idea. Yeah. Either way, we know we're getting Mox and yeah. Danielson because of TK's notebook. Yeah. So like that match is going to be crazy. With the storylines they are going on, Daniel Bryan being the nicest guy ever, talking about, I just want to have good pro wrestling. And John Moxley, who's like, I'm a dad now. I don't sleep. I want to kill people. It's a great... like. <laughs> Collision course here, definite. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's the then it's the final. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're at the semis. Yeah, I mean the way this card is stacking is looking pretty stacked. Because who did who did Mox kill last week? Someone that was a tournament match. He did. No, he did. Yeah, he beat someone like really quick. Yeah, I forget. I honestly forget who it was. I'm right. sorry, but yeah. Uh, so I I love this and I can't wait to get to that. Anthony match. Green was it? No, <laughs> no, that was Bobby Fish. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Too many wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Orange Cassidy versus Mox is the next one. That should be interesting too. He's not going to run through Orange like that. I think he should. And get, that's how I he's going to he get heat. Yeah. Damn. Mo- uh, Cassidy should try his bullshit and Mox just <laughs> <laughs> murders him. <laughs> Snaps his thumb off. <laughs> Stamps in his glasses. Oh, man. Okay. Kills all his it. best friends. This was his first tournament match. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to see that against Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, That's how you get the booze, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got to be bad. Yeah, he's got to be a bad guy. We go to FTR backstage. They have their AAA titles with them, looking super heelish. And they're, they're saying that they've been waiting. They've been waiting for the opportunity to fight for the titles again. All these others were babysitting our babies, but the poppies are home Tully says that FTR has hit the reset button and Lucha Bros don't know what's coming down the pipe and come full gear. You're going to fight for your life against 
the World Tag Team Champions. And when we beat you, we will go down as the best. Living legends, a dying breed. Top guys out. Yeah. So, uh, FTR and Lucha Bros. Yeah, solid promo from all three of these. Even, um, sorry, it's not Dax the Axe. He's Scott Dawson. Cash oh, Wheeler. every week. Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. Even him on the mic now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's never been bad. He just, Dax is great. So you often give him to do. Yeah. And Tully, he's great too. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I, no, I'm, I'm sold on this match. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So we're going to that. Uh, we, it was <laughs> Wheeler Yuta that Mox beat up last week. Oh, it wasn't okay. a tournament yeah, match. It wasn't though. a tournament match. Yeah, yeah. So Orange got some, or no, Orange is going to put up a fight. Come on. Come on, Orange. Mox is going to eat him. I think Mox should kill him. Yeah. Speaking of killing him, we go to Cody Rhodes wearing some Jordans. Yeah. American Nightmare looking Jordans. They're white with the American flag on them. Just picture what Cody Rhodes would pick in a Jordan <laughs> store. Just picture it. That's what he's wearing. Looking fresh. And feeling fresh to a sea of Boston booze. So many booze. Damn, he sounded like John Cena in his hometown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, sorry, Cody Rhodes comes out. He's with Arn, of course. We looked just like them last night. Mm-hmm. Spitting image. Yeah. I thought they were going to dress as us tonight. Yeah. Would you think Cody showed everyone pictures of people dressing up for him as Halloween? Like, look, people dress up like us. Look, <laughs> do you see? That's how over we are. When people are like, so how's this wrestling thing? Let's go that people dress like me. <laughs> I hope so. I hope we made his night. We did it to, to, to praise the God and, yeah. and, and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Arn and the Glock. Uh, so Cody comes out with Arn. And Cody grabs a microphone. And he says, believe it or not, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you here in the crowds. I hear you online. I hear the old wrestling manager shouting at clouds. I hear you last Saturday when I hit that black. I, when I hit black with the tiger driver 98 that Excalibur excellently pointed out. And I, I thought for a brief moment, I thought hitting a different move. What would happen if I hit that other move? Would I have popped up? Would I have sneered? But I didn't. I didn't break my covenant for the world title. Challenging for that? No, I didn't because respectfully, it's too easy. No, not the matches. They would be hard, but that would be the easy way out. I feel like as a fan, you can cheer or boo. You can boo the narrative, but it's the true narrative. Doesn't matter who signs the check, but don't forget the man who built the bank. So do me a favor and remember the easy way is not in my nature. Put yourself in my shoes. As he then takes off the Jordans, throws them in the crown. Take my shoes, throws them. And uh, he says, I debuted at 20, no knee pads. I got a wife who's too hot for me, a daughter I don't deserve, and my brother, Bell to Bell, Hall of Fame player, Dustin, is probably better than I am. The crowd cheer for that part. Uh, he says, I got a father who I couldn't touch a legacy if I lived to be 300. There's no way I could touch that cultural legacy he had, but that's, that's why. I'm not going the easy way out, so I don't mean to pander, but I, I love you, and I love you my entire life. Talking to us, the, the crowd the fans he says but if anyone thought i'd gone hollywood or i've gone away i apologize and then he just quickly names everyone in the nightmare family so this probably lasted like five minutes yeah who did he miss out (laughs) (laughs) uh he says i apologize to everyone and especially to you sir and he turns to arn and he says if i've never told you it's a damn honor to work with you and you were right 
And then he hit him with a crossroads. We, we were waiting for it. We thought, is he? Is he? No, he didn't do that. But I, fuck, I really wish he did. Um, yeah, let's break this down before uh, yeah, not, Andrade not, comes out. Not, not normally will I break down an entire promo, but I do. I Sorry, I'll stand on this hill that I do love Cody on the microphone specifically. I do think he could literally just read a phone book and we'd go, okay. Or you boo him. He's, mm. he, he's a good worker. Uh, this promo set me up to be like, wow, like you literally are pandering. You're, so you still are being this over the top, over dramatic heel here. You gotta, you gotta beat up Arn right now and say, fuck you, Arn. But he didn't do that. I think if he did that, this would have been like my fucking segment of the year, but he, he didn't do that. And the, something else happens. It's, it's very odd because it's poetic. I don't know, like he's when stoic. The, so Cena's Cena's had these reactions all his all his career, and he's always said in interviews like he's not he's not turning, like that's not going to happen. I, and he acknowledges them when he comes out, he'll cut his promo, and he'll do like, yeah, this is why I love love you guys. You can cheer me, you can boo me, whatever. Whereas Cody does seem bothered by it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he's still like, it's like, but I. I I love you even though you don't love me and it's yeah he, he sounds great he's a great talker but it it is an odd for me it's an odd like tactic to go about just coming out and being like i know you want to hate me but i ain't giving it to you i know i, I, I ain't giving it to you me. i'm not gonna be bad yeah. um i know you want to hate me but this is i'm gonna stay true to myself and um because i love you it's it's very different I really thought that they they should have just done it. Turn on Arn and disappear for a few weeks. They're not though. He's not. They're not turning him. I know it's crazy. And so everything he said, they'll just do in a year. <laughs> like I, I, would, I won't challenge for the world title. Yeah, I might change my mind. It's the easy way out. Like he's literally saying, "I'm not turning." And he yeah. said this in like interviews. He says this in everything that he's not doing it. But part of me was like, dude, if you do, you're fucking sick again. Don't you remember how it worked for you on the indies? Yeah. You came in, oh, cool, Cody Rhodes is here. But then you became a dick. I think it's going to be a a battle with him. Yeah. Um, it will make his, I mean, you look at the, all those Cena reactions. Yeah. Uh, it makes the matches hot. It does. It's It's confusing, though. And in a company where you've got so many people who are the guy right. in AEW, which at the time you didn't really with WWE. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they might be fighting a, a losing battle yeah, here. Yeah. But I am interested as always with Cody. I just, I, he fascinates me as a character. 100%. That's why I'm like, yeah, any like movie you've watched, the guy's been the good guy this long. And then this it's leaning this way. Like the little things that he's doing, not little things, the pyro for CM Punk mentioning on commentary a few weeks ago, like, Oh yeah. geez, does he always have this entrance? Damn. Like, why does he have all these people? Why does he have fire? It's like, yeah, they're, it's so, it's like, it's such a story. It's mm. like a whole story. And I just was like, all right, okay. And then instead, Andrade comes out. Andrade comes out and says, yo, Cody, these people don't like you. They don't like me, but I don't care about the people. Look at me. I am Idolo. And uh, does he say that Cody has a stupid tattoo on his neck and then calls him a little bitch? Well, I'm going to make you my little bitch. And then the lights go out. Alistair Black is now standing in the ring when the lights come back on. He spits in the face of Cody. They attack Cody. They attack Arn. But Pac runs out for the Pac rub to Cody. 
and uh, saves the day. So clearly we're getting attacked. Back strikes, like just lighting up Andrade here, who's in his suit. uh, Yeah, looking fresh. So good. The chemistry um, Pack and Andrade have is awesome. Um, And they confirm we're getting... uh, Sorry, next week is Cody Andrade, was it? I think they announced. Damn, okay. Yeah, Andrade Cody, Cody next week, but I assume we're getting a tag match as well. And I assume we'll get Pack versus Black as well. We've seen that before. Takeover, what, the first NXT TakeOver UK? Tommy N versus Pack. We did, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, sounds a lot better now with where they've gone in their careers. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that sounds great. All, both both those matches sound good. Just, yeah, uh, the, I don't know, the, the, I wanted to see this this happen, and I, I feel like it's not going to happen if this is the way no, they're going about I don't it. Think so. But you not know, for a long time. But I'm still going to stand by my man. I'm mm-hmm. still going to say Cody's the goat. You're just all play- this is even more so. Watched I just be wrong? It's mm-hmm. like all those people were like Cena's going to turn heel. Watch it's all part of it. No one ever really said it's all part of it for Cena because Cena just seemed genuinely like yeah, it just wasn't. He was the he was the face of the company. Yeah. He was the company guy, yeah. and that's the thing. Cody isn't necessarily the face of the company. He's right. one of the faces of the company. Yeah, but it 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 doesn't mean like if Cody turned, it's it's not like Cena where it's like all those Make a Wish kids and all that. It's right. just like you're a heel. The everyone, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's like oh, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. He just genuinely doesn't want. To. He'll never. He won't ever happen. He's so great here. That's how he like Cody wants to be. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. He doesn't want to be bad guy. But I genuinely think it would work out better if he did. Yeah, it would. It would Absolutely. be so amazing. So maybe it is. I'm gonna still hope out for this long run, Cody. I'm sorry. I'm still buying that we're all being worked. I would also say maybe now isn't the time sure. to have Cody a heel. Right. You've got the elite as heels. Um. You've you've got quite a few there who are heels. Moxley's about to turn. It looks like. Right. True. Oh um, uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like now isn't necessarily the time, and you can just ride this tweener role. Like yeah. he he knows he's a good guy. He knows he's a babyface, but he's going to get booze against people, which means you can kind of put him up against anyone. Like yeah. any feud you want to do, you can really do with Cody. Like down the line, I I want him to turn. I want him to do this epic Cody heel turn. I think he would be great again at it. Def one hundred percent. He's a way better heel mm. in my opinion because uh, he on that indie run. Which got him to, got us to, like he said, built the bank. Like, mm. like that run was the first thing out of WWE that was hot for so long that coincided with the Bullet Club. It was just so happened to all work out. So he is a really good heel. And I, I am a fan of whatever he's doing. The promo was really weird considering what didn't happen after the fact. It's maybe that's another thing. Well, he's, I mean, it wasn't a swerve. It yeah. was just honesty. Maybe again, we're so conditioned for things in wrestling that like they are still, I still feel like we're being worked by Cody. I'm mm. gonna. I, either way, he's, he has my attention. I, I, I'll stand on the hill again. I definitely, I, I love Cody Rhodes. He's ridiculous. Mm, <laughs> and I love is. him. That's why we dressed up like Cody oh, and Arn. Because yeah. we support Cody and Arn and the Brotherhood. We're happy that they didn't break up. We're happy. We're oh, happy. yeah. No, I wish he, I wish they did. Not yet. Well. Do it next year. Yeah. In a year. Let it, let it pan out. Long, long term. Long term mm. storytelling, right? Uh, didn't Dusty and Arn always fight anyways? <laughs> Yeah, Arn was one of Dusty's enemies. Yeah, right? okay, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. He broke his arm. Yeah, so be like, yo, that's from my dad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we go to the Dark Order. Is this it? Is this the main event? It is. The main event, the Dark Order come out. They were told that they have to go up against the Elite. And Hangman last week returning said, you know, the Elite always dress in costumes for Halloween, so you got to one up them. So the Dark Order come out. It's John Silver. 
Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Colt Cabana coming out. And, well, Stu Grayson is dressed like Tomasa Ciampa. <laughs> he must have seen that last night and gone, oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Uh, he's dressed he's as... Like, I know, I won't do the blue stripe, I'll do the red stripe instead. That'll be different. Kratos from God of yeah. War, Stu Grayson. It looked good, too. He did look good. He got the whole body paint. He's pale. Yeah, yeah he sprayed the body paint. Yeah, that's, that's committing. Uh, we have John Silver, who's dressed as Bambi. And then we have Evil Uno, who's yeah, a cowboy. Silver's costume kind of sucked. Sorry, Silver. <laughs> he was in a Bambi onesie. He just had like a... And a yeah. nose thing. Yeah. Come on. I think because they imagined it was going to go with like, instead of a horse for the cowboy, like you're Bambi, but still right. like, yeah. Maybe he just really likes Bambi. Yeah. He loves that movie. Uh, Evil Uno was a cowboy. He was basically Woody Hangman. from... Or Hangman. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Woody from Toy Story, but yeah. He, he wore the whole hat, the whole match. Somehow. Yeah. He had a strap around it, so that's good. And there was also a horse... That they had, like yes. a guy coming out in a horse costume for the entrance here. And Cabana was Brandon Cutler. <laughs> yeah, the With blue the jumpsuit. Spray. Yeah, the body sprays and the face mask and everything. That was pretty good. But then out come the Elite. I don't think you're ready for this. It's the Elite. Their music hits as some like cover of the Ghostbusters. But instead, it's who you're going to call being the Elite. And out come the Elite dressed as Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're just recycling an old costume. They all, they all had these lying around from a few years ago. So We've seen them in this before. Yeah. yeah. I guess now, is it a Warner product? So they're like, yeah, let's get that rub. I know. I was disappointed. You, what did you expect them to be? Just just not repeating a costume. Yeah. Yeah. They did it a few years ago. I thought at least if you do the Ghostbusters, then... Have Cole as a ghost? Yeah. Have yeah. Cole as the ghost that you're, you're busting. Um, so the Ghostbusters come out and they're all doing a... They shoot out stuff out of their proton packs or whatever we'll get to that later um and they do a whole thing they got um michael nakazawa as the baby like as a giant baby what is he supposed yeah to he was, yeah i think so a giant baby? baby like in one of those inflatable costume baby things. like big large inflatable baby and then brandon cutler as the stay puffed marshmallow man We'll get to that later. Yes. (laughs) So this is exactly what it sounds like. They're not taking their costumes off and they're going to wrestle in the costumes. So the elite versus the dark order. Um, And they're, they're wrestling here. We get Adam Cole and John Silver tying it up here, which I can't wait to see a silver's uh, a singles match between these two silvers and is amazing. And he gets Adam Cole down. And of course, Adam Cole does the, the boom and all that stuff. But John Silver has the budge. Okay, with their... <laughs> sorry, I just want to go to the entrances. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole does his Adam Cole baby yeah. thing. But he had such an opportunity for it to be, who are you going to call? Adam Cole, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just timed it, like, just before. It's like, come on. He's always missing the timing. You're always missing the boom. I was listening to his uh, an interview with him. Yeah. He was saying they didn't have the boom originally in it. And he was like, I just figured I'd just do it whenever... And then, and then after a few times, I was like, oh, people really want the boom on a boom. I'm like, yes, Adam Cole, we want a boom on a boom. In a song that goes boom repeatedly through it, and you somehow go boom on a bit where it doesn't say boom, it's a bit stupid. Yeah. And here I'm like, Adam Cole, you're a great wrestler. Like, you're not necessarily musically, like, <laughs> in tune. <laughs> He's, he missed it. He, I, I thought he looked good. He misses a lot. Because he tells Nakazawa to quickly get in the front. And then when he does it, they all do a pose. Yeah. It did look co- visually cool. And again, anytime this guy just puts his two fingers up, there people shout his name. It's cr- Who are you going to call? <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, true. Would have worked. I mean, their music did have the elite in it, but that definitely would have. They missed the mark for yeah. that, for sure. 
Uh, so this match continues on. We get the budge thing from Silver, which is Great. also very funny. Uh, Kenny's in now with Evil Uno, and he's wearing the Proton Pack. And obviously, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur kind of know what that is. But JR goes, the Proton Pack? The Proton Pack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows what a proton pack is. For those not knowing, I was on one this match. <laughs> yeah, he had a great night, and then he saw this match. He's like, ah, yeah. Someone took someone took Shikara to Jr. tonight, and he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, proton pack is what the Ghostbusters have on their backpack. Yeah, that's their, the the ghost busting ghost device thing, apparatus. It is. Yeah, busting makes me feel good. So this match continues with Kenny wearing the proton pack and like attacking evil Uno with it. Um, we get Cole Cabana using the Brandon Cutler cold spray from his costume. This is absolutely ridiculous. They go from spot to spot of just ridiculousness. Nakazawa hits a big splash of the inflatable costume on the outside. There's Kenny Omega doing the claw walking around <laughs> acting like evil Uno. Stu Grayson gets tagged in when they go to picture in picture. And if you watch picture in picture, he was lighting everybody up. When they come back, he's getting beat on. But then he comes back again. And we've seen him do this spot, but I don't know how he does this. Because he walks off the top turnbuckle, walks off the shoulders of one of the young bucks, walks off the shoulders or head of he the other. the head <laughs> of Matt Jackson, just stood on his head. It's like in Super Mario when you jump and then you jump on the, sh- the flying shell to then jump and jump onto the other thing. Yep. He does that off one buck to the other buck and then flying... Or Roger her- Moore off the crocodiles. Yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, uh, the one with, yeah. Which one is it? I don't know. You but Roger, Mo- Roger Moore's the goat mm. next to Lazenby. So he does this into a crazy... Huracan Rana on Kenny Omega, which was just insane. And then he gets, he's up again and he's doing all sorts of crazy moves. Uh, just nuts. So the young bus are getting beat up here. There's, there's Cole Cabana doing the Superman pin. That gets broken up. Um, one of the spots where the Bucks are all over the place, Tony Schiavone screams, don't cross the streams, <laughs> which I, I was waiting for. Uh, Tony must love Ghostbusters as much as I do. Uh, there's then Johnny Hungy who's in. He's getting beat up. He's doing his crazy stuff as well here, though. Uh, eventually, there's a triple super kick into the Sushi Groshi or the last shot from Adam Cole here. Then there's Evil Uno with a neck breaker where he gets the ref to hold the thing. Basically, all the crazy PWG Shikara spots oh, yeah. all in this match while they're in costume. There's super kick party, but a referee, Rick Knox, gets it here. He's out. And then there's a low blow, and then a triple low blow. Uh, JR is then being like, enough of these proton packs. Is the <laughs> Proton packs, uh, protein packs, milk bags, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's getting so angry. They stack all the protein packs, and then they do that powerbomb that they messed up with the Luchasaurus. Yep. So they do it this time, and they powerbomb Colt onto all of the proton packs. While all this is happening, they bring in the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Mm-hmm. And then they, the Dark Order try to help because the referee's down. But they beat up the Dark Order and then they grab the horse, which they realize is Hangman Adam Page. So they grab him and they're going to all V-trigger him. They hit him with the super elite V-trigger thing, BTE trigger. They're all laughing. But when they pull the horse's head off, it's Brandon Cutler tied up with duct tape over his mouth. I liked the the kind of added thing of the duct tape because yeah. it's like, yeah, then they can't hear him like, hear screaming, him. going, it's me. me. So they all realize what the hell is going on here as the Dark Order attack throw all of them out of the ring except, I think, Matt Jackson, who's left alone, as the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man is behind him, who then just ever so slightly takes off the head of the his his own costume, 
revealing not Brandon Cutler, but Hangman Adam oh, Page. what a surprise. Oh, my goodness. Cats and dogs living together. Hangman clotheslines the young buck here, levels him out, beats him up. Kenny looks like he's seen a ghost and gets a dead eye from Hangman as then... Uh, is it John Silver who hits the Spin Doctor? Great name for a move. Which then gets the win for the Dark Order. What was this? This was chaotic. Yeah. Craziness. I, I like I like this. They're doing the Halloween stuff. Uh, I So much of it is goofy. And yeah, so much of this was goofy. But it was well-timed. For me, the comedy worked. And you got great wrestling in there as well. And it... It kind of furthers the story. Dark Order get a win. Hangman has one up on the elite. Like, finally, the, the good guys have a bit of a one up on these guys. Uh, this was nuts. So many people are going to hate this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Cody actually mentioned about uh, former managers yelling at clouds right. earlier in his promo. And yeah. yeah. Jim Cornette's going to love exactly. this match. Exactly. Jim Cornette's going to love this match, right? Um, but I had fun. You had a, such a great show tonight with really good wrestling throughout. And this had good wrestling and the silliness, and it was was in the spirit of Halloween. I, I thought this was fun. Yeah, I mean, last night I watched Dexter Loomis, Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes, and Gargano yeah. in a haunted house with just actors Which walking around. It wasn't funny. Not there was funny. no action. Didn't land like, at all. No, exactly. And it was even more sillier than this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, this was, this was definitely over-the-top silly. This was the silliest thing I think AEW has done. Uh, <laughs> for me I don't know they did was, a stadium no, stampede some of that early stuff yeah that that like dentist match oh right yeah um, but I, had, I didn't hate this either I was I no, was I didn't hate, that's what I'm saying this this was silly stuff but like was good silly stuff I thought yeah yeah I, I definitely feel like I'm giving it a pass but I, the wrestling was there all these wrestling guys wrestling was there yeah all the guys in this match are talented like like crazy hard working guys and they killed it and it does it does suit their characters we know the elite goof around and dress up. We know the Dark Order goof around and uh, like it, it works for them. This isn't just random, your random roster being like, right, you've got to be in costume today. Right. I believe the characters they've presented over the last three years on this program, two years, I believe that they're the kind that for Halloween, yeah, let's, let's go to work today in costume. Right, their work yeah. happens to be their wrestlers. Yeah, know? yeah, no, it, 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 was re- it was really fun and and kind of lighthearted but still plays in with the story like i imagine they did the ghostbusters thing so they could do the stay puffed like yeah thing like it made True. sense yeah. with the, that so that's probably why they went that route um i i know it was really silly but yeah like everyone hit the, like it felt like a cartoon it felt yeah. like i was like like brandon cutler tied up like a scooby-doo like thing like what the and this i don't is, know what was going on we, we say this is all elite wrestling and they do bring us kind of everything that's out there right we have talent from all over the world yeah. we have really different styles all the matches tonight were so different yeah you know and i mean this you is got, a part of wrestling yeah. like comedy wrestling it's been a thing for for years and years and i think if there is a time to pull it out halloween is the time to do it yeah i, I just i can't get the visual of hangman reveal it's such a like classic western twist of a swerve like you know like yeah. pulling the mask revealing it's like a horror movie swerve at the end of a scream movie or something yeah. obviously it's a stay puffed marshmallow man why did you think of the stay puffed marshmallow it was man? the added <laughs> like i i think we we called it pretty early i think yeah. everyone, everyone did yeah um but as the added touch of brandon cutler being kind of tied up it's <laughs> as if they had the one up on them the whole time right 
yeah, I thought this was great. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid, but isn't isn't pro wrestling? Isn't it silly? But it's, oh, yeah. it can be everything. Uh, this this show also gave me qual- like Punk and Fish put on a banger. Deeb and Sheeta put on a banger. Ego and Guevara banger. Like yeah. there was wrestling on this show. This this match still had the wrestling, but yeah, it was like comedy. It was like PWG Chikara, but. Yeah, this I, was a really strong episode for me. <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed this. The all the promos delivered this week. Yeah, all the matches delivered this week. Um, even yeah, the mocks just squash. Uh, everything, everything was good. I I didn't. I barely had any complaints. I don't think I had any complaints. I see tonight. so many people hating this for sure. match for sure. I, I completely yeah. can see that as well. But, but like we were I having don't know a ball. If the people that hate this are the AEW regular audience anyway. Right. I reckon most True. of the people that hate this don't watch this show, I imagine, and they're going to see on Twitter GIFs and they're going to go, that's fucking dumb. Right. I mean... And like, to be fair, like, I probably would for another show that I don't watch. I'd probably see and go, that looks that looks like it's not my cup of tea. But I think if you're at this point invested in AEW, I can't see you having much of a problem with this. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I have to give them that. I was thoroughly entertained with this ridiculous match, but the whole show was top to bottom. Definite solid episode of oh, Dynamite, yeah. for sure. Like, you had your wrestling in there. Like, Sheeta, Sheeta and Dee definitely had my match of the night, and there was other matches that I, were great. Yeah, that and and Punk Fish I really liked. Yeah, uh, yeah very, very strong episode. Yeah, and it had Ghostbusters. So, like, yeah. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they got They're gonna have to. I'm pretty sure it's a Warner product, so I mean, they're probably gonna have tie-ins for the movie, like what December or whenever. I guess. Yeah, which kind of looks pretty good. I'm waiting for that Rick Moranis cameo, though. I don't know if is that's, it happening. No, they're oh. they're keeping hush hush. Right. Unlike Tobey Maguire and Spider Man, they released uh, like a rap thing, like mm. oh Spider Man No Way Home, because I think it's like the end of this trilogy. So there's yeah. like this plaque with like everyone who worked on the movie. Someone signed it. <laughs> you had we one all, job, we all, Toby. We all know that. We all know that. Uh, although Andrew Garfield is like quite adamant. I'm, like, not, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Yeah, yeah I, really, I really want uh, Rick Moranis to do a cameo in Ghostbusters. I know Dan Aykroyd is a cameo. Bill Murray probably. Uh, mm. But Rick Moranis. Bill Murray was in the last one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, the, they were all in the last one when they were alive. Now, yeah. now But um, definite would biggest pop would get me no i mean the uh the one with like the women's yeah yeah one. they were all I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they all showed up in it except for i know i'm blanking on his name one of them has passed on um but i still feel I like i remember bill murray i still feel like if you give me that Rick i'll lose it because the og ghostbusters is great and i do think the new one looks pretty awesome but i love the the tie-ins here with the 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 ghostbusters stay puff stuff and yeah solid episode of dynamite i really enjoyed it they they didn't go crazy with the Halloween stuff until the very last match, which was just so over the top. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. The mm-hmm. wrestling was there for me. Uh, I, I'm interested in to see where this full gear card is just looking stacked. It looks Again, really good. Already. How much flights? To Minneapolis <laughs> yeah. in November. Let's go. Okay. It's probably already it's snowing. Better than here. <laughs> is it snowing there already? Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for, for, for full gear. Uh, we'll be watching some of the matches. Rampage, we'll talk about uh, this tournament bracket and everything next week on BD Elite. We'll talk all about next week's Dynamite and some Rampage talk and all that stuff. We'll see what happens with Ring of Honor. We'll see what happens. Everything can change in a day in the world of wrestling. Yes, it can. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more of us, though, you can listen to our Halloween Havoc review, of course. But Patreon.com, we have so many shows out. We got our Exorcist review. We have a Halloween Havoc 1996 review coming out this week. We 
We are doing a Twilight Zone show, but we have to figure out when we're going to try to record it. We had a recording conflict of issue. Hopefully, through. that will still go out tomorrow as scheduled, but uh, yeah. it's we had to push back our, our scheduled recording. But that, that'll be coming out at some point. Uh, but what will be coming out this Friday is uh, the next episode of The Sesh. This time, I'm joined by Wei Ting from Post Wrestling. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of him. Talk all about episode two of season three. Um, and that will be coming out on the Patreon on Friday for all patrons. Yeah. So go check out the sesh talking about succession. Uh, we got shot in the dark, which is on the free feed. Cino you know, talking all about Ring of Honor and NXT UK, all the other stuff, dark, dark elevation, all that stuff. It's free. But if you want to hear free podcasts and you want to stay in the Halloween spirit, cause it's this weekend and I hope you party and you party hard, but our Halloween movie reviews continue as we are joined by John Cena, as we all nerd out over can we call it a horror classic? <laughs> it's it's classic in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Uh, we recorded this uh, today. Did we record this today? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long day. We recorded a few things. We recorded this today with Sino, and that's coming out for free on this very feed on the weekend to celebrate Halloween. And we talk all about Halloween. We talk a bit about uh, Halloween Kills, the terrible mask in Halloween 4, all the stuff. All the fun stuff of Halloween 4. So can't wait for that. If you're a fan of the Halloween movies, check us out. All the past ones. We did Halloween 3 last year and vice versa. They're all back in the catalog here of the the free shows. Yeah, go check them all out. On the post-wrestling site, they've divided all the movies up and stuff. So go and have a look. There's plenty on there for free if you haven't ever listened to any of our movie reviews. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you're already a patron, you know all the cool shows we had out for October for like Best Match Ever, Casca Match, and all the scary, spooky stuff. But if you want to give us a shot, November 1st is a new month, which means we'll have a ton of new shows. We'll have more retro NXT reviews. I know we got some up yours coming out. I know someone has picked Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, yes. That's going to be awesome. So, so many shows coming out on the, the Patreon in November as well. So, five bucks North American tier is all it takes to get access to so many shows, including like almost 400 podcasts yep. that are in the back catalog. Movie reviews, all that stuff. So, go check us out if you're a fan. And hey, at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, to see that picture of us is Arn and Cody. Absolutely. That was fun. Oh, and I, sorry, last plug, but we did record a behind the BDE for world champ patrons. We we always top ourselves. Oh yes, oh, we're gonna yes. get canceled real soon. <laughs> <laughs> but world champs get access to all the behind the BDEs, which is a monthly show for those champions in our life. Never know what we're going in to talk about, and we always have plenty to talk about. This time we did it while in our Cody and Arn outfits, oh, yeah. and we get on the subject of. Alec Baldwin, The Undertaker, Sandra Bullock, and more. Oh, you finally find out that movie, too. Yes. Yes. It wasn't Sandra Bullock. It wasn't Sandra Bullock, no. <laughs> uh, Ashley Judd in That's right. uh, High Crimes. Great film. <laughs> yeah, Great right. film. Maybe we'll review it. We should. I feel we need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the video version's up there as well for all world champions. So go check that out if you are a world champ or if you want to be a world champ. Yeah, go check. Because if you want to be a world champ, it's 25 bucks. But And I know that's a lot. But you get access to that show. You get access to all the shows. And you also get to come on, pick something, and join us and talk about stuff. Yeah. That's why we have so many cool picks from all our cool patrons. So thank you, guys. And thank you for listening to this show. We'll be back with all the podcasts we appreciate you listening to us and uh, you could be anywhere in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate that have a happy halloween take care goodbye be safe and who are you gonna call the bde ahoy
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.